And welcome, once again, to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable on our new home. The first episode on our new home at HorizonRoundtable.com, as well as Anchor.fm. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me on Twitter, at Bob McDonald. Uh, My co-host, Jimmy Lemke, who you can find on Twitter, at PantherU. Will not be joining us. Uh, we record on Sundays, and uh, it's the draw of Giannis Adetokounmpo is it, it is too great. Uh, the Bucks are having a, the Bucks are uh, playing right about the exact same time as as we are recording. So uh, Jimmy has uh, Jimmy's love of uh, Giannis Adetokounmpo and and the Bucks is is going to take precedence here. Totally understandable. Uh, we'll have him back on. Uh, we'll have him back on next episode and. And in the future, of course. Uh, so um, you can also find episodes. You can also find the podcast on Twitter at Horizon RT. Um, like I said, really exciting time here. We this is our you know our first broadcast uh, outside of Sports Acts. I always want to thank Damian Bowman for uh, being a uh, being you know. You know the main, our main guy helping us out both uh, at his old site fourlights.fm and at Sports Hacks. So uh, um, we're really thankful to have his help during our time uh, on those two particular platforms. But we are now here, um, so that's uh, so that's interesting, and uh, we are really excited because this is going to be you know th- this uh, this coming month is going to be. Uh, a very, a very exciting one for us. Uh, we are in the process, and we are going to be uh, our our planned guest, and we're looking forward to having both of these guys on. Um, first and foremost, uh, we are. Uh, it's looking very good that we will be uh, talking to uh, Cleveland State's new athletic director Scott Garrett. So that's going to be an exciting conversation for us. As well as uh, a little later on in the month, um, after the uh, spring signing period is over, and I know you guys are all really excited about this, uh, we're going to have Greg Campy, the uh, head coach of Oakland, on. So you definitely don't want to miss those things. And, uh, you know, we, we definitely got some exciting things coming up over the summer. So uh, stay tuned, and you're not going to be bored, believe me. Uh, but uh, this week, this uh, this week, we... Our primary focus is Northern Kentucky, and I know you're going to say this, like, Bob, every time you turn around, you're talking about Northern Kentucky, and, well, there's things going on over there. Like, for example, the fact that they just hired a new head coach in Darren Horn. So uh, we have the editor-in-chief of Northern Kentucky's student newspaper, The Northerner, Stan Rosenstiel. He's going to be joining us today. Um him and uh, their sports editor Sierra Newton have been uh, uh, been really on the case on uh, uh, in the search and uh, kind of everything that's gone on. So, uh, without any further ado, um, let's go ahead and have that conversation with Sam. So I am now joined here by uh, Stan Rosenstiel. I hope I got that uh, pronunciation right because I said that in the introduction and hope I didn't butcher it. You sure did. That, that's awesome. Thank you for uh, having us. Uh, the Northerner is, is super, super excited to be involved. Yes. 
So, um, so Sam, I know, uh, as I mentioned in the introduction, uh, you and uh, Sierra Newton have been uh, kind of been on the case, really been on the case um, as far as the as the coaching search has gone on. I mean, this is for a for the time frame it's been. Um, so, I mean, we we actually it was wow, it was like a couple weeks ago because right. I had because I had Kyle Craven on. Um, yes. At the time, exactly when the Cincinnati made the announcement, so that was uh, two weeks ago Sunday. That's right. No less than you know, no less than a week, no a uh, little more than a week later, Northern Kentucky's on it and get their guy. Um, which, by the way, um, I, I'm sure that the folks at UCLA and uh, St. John's are super jealous that happened. Uh, <laughs> it, th- those two searches seem to be taking forever or have taken forever. Um, but so with I mean I mean before we talk a little bit about more about Darren Horn who um, I have some which which has some kind of overlap with some Horizon League coaches um, yep. looking at you Dennis Felton mm-hmm. <laughs> um, kind of you know as they were working through you know kind of walk me through you know what you know about kind of their how how the process has gone I understand they they went with a search firm Parker. Um, I'm not. A, I'm generally not a fan of the search firms, but apparently in this case, it seemed to work out pretty well. It, it seemed to have done so. Yes, um, everyone in the newsroom. We were kind of split. I thought for sure it was going to be uh, Chris Shoemate here. Uh, he's been an assistant since uh, 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows he knows the Brandon playbook and and uh, you know espouses the aggressive offense. Um, he was he was actually an assistant uh, to Mick Cronin. Uh, and he has Western Kentucky, Tennessee, Southern Mississippi credentials. Uh, I thought for sure he'd be the most practical pick, and I thought that you know when when we had an announcement uh, that it was going to be him for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Pat Kelsey too, a really really great with the Winthrop Eagles, winningest coach in Big South um, history. Uh, he's been to March Madness five times. Mm-hmm. Uh, would have been he would have been getting a raise coming to BB&T, but um, yeah, all of a sudden. Darren Horn, uh, kind of, kind of coming out of nowhere. We had he was not on our radar at all, um, uh, but he he seems like the right guy for the job, and I'm I'm pretty excited about uh, having Darren Horn here. Yeah. So yeah, the it, it's interesting you mentioned uh, the Pat Kelsey situation because there were you know as you probably saw there was a lot of buzz about you know he was made an offer and he decided he's going to turn it down, go back to Winthrop, right. Um, so that was a that was an interesting situation. Is there any kind of? I, I guess I, would you know if there's like any any truth to that? I mean, it, it seems like there was a lot of buzz before the, and it was literally like a half an hour before they made the official announcement to, that Horn was going to get hired. That, that's true. That's true. Um, and that was why we were so. Uh, I think the announcement came on Tuesday, or the news broke Tuesday. Yeah. Darren Nichols, or sorry, excuse me, I've been doing that all week. Uh, <laughs> Darren Horn uh, has been had been uh, picked as coach, and we that's a print deadline for the Northerner because uh, we post on Wednesdays. We post our paper on Wednesday. Uh-huh. Uh, sources had been tweeting, and people had been buzzing about uh, Pat Kelsey. There's an agreement in principle that he's going to be the next head coach, and then that fell through. Uh, so we were really hesitant. We were like, "Do we do we print something on on Darren Horn? Like, do we do we go? With that? I mean, are we going to get burned? Are we going to look like idiots when on Wednesday it's announced that oh he's going he's going to go to he's staying at Texas? So um, no, yeah, we I have no idea about any of, any of that. Um, but the the buzz was palpable, and, and we were we were 
worried about that for sure. You can be forgiven for uh, confusing Darren Horn with Darren Nichols because, of course, Darren yeah. Nichols one, uh, and this is, uh, was also up for the job too. So I mean, I, I totally yeah, understand he that. Was, <laughs> yeah, he was also on, on our uh, story, our top picks because yeah. he has an NK tie for sure between the D two D one era. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've been doing that all week. Sierra has been because uh, <laughs> I keep saying Darius, Darius Horn, and Darren Nichols, and it's it's hilarious. I keep. <laughs> All right. So at the end of the day, uh, Darren Nickel, uh, oh crap, you got me doing it now. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, um, but at the end of the day, so now Darren Horn, Darren Horn yes. is your guy. So, um, so Darren Horn for, and from just basically from his, from kind of his background, he is a Kentucky guy through and through. I mean, sound like, what is he like born? He was born and raised in like Lexington. Oh know, yeah. And, He's a native. He yeah. uh, for WKU in the in the early '90s. Uh, you, you might remember his game-winning three against uh, Louisville uh, in 1993. I know Louisville uh, doesn't forget it. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, and then right after he uh, stopped playing there, he was uh, assistant under uh, Kill Cullen, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Kill Cullen. Uh, from there, went to. Uh, W, he came back to WKU in 2003. Yes. Uh, he had stints at Marquette where he was uh, coach on the team with Dwayne Wade. Yes. He's and coached a lot of NBA players. A, by the way, that's a – yeah, and by the way, if when when the announcement was made, he got a co-sign from – in the form of a tweet from D. Wade. So that's he a did. hell of a co-sign right there. Um, he did. Uh, but, and by the way, for, so he, so he was the coach, head coach at W Western Kentucky in 2003. This is important for you Horizon League fans because the guy he replaced is Dennis Felton. Dennis yeah. Felton, of course, who is now the, uh, who is now the head coach at Cleveland State. So, um, we're, we're in the process, the Horizon League is clearly in the process of collecting, uh, ex Western Kentucky coaches. So, uh, so we're, we, you know, it, it's, it's interesting. I wonder who else we're going to get. <laughs> I think, think yeah. there, uh, I think Ray Harper and Ken McDonald are still out there right now. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny that, you, um, cause, um, Harper, uh, as I, uh, as I understand it, Harper, who is the current head coach at Jacksonville state right now, he had, for whatever reason that his name had popped up during the search, um, which interesting, which as I understand it correctly, would have been kind of a sore, kind of a sore subject for some of the old, uh, Northern Kentucky D2 holdovers, as I understand it. Um, given the fact that, uh, he was the, uh, that Harper was the head coach at, uh, Kentucky Wesleyan, um, in his D2 days, um, so that would have been that would have been very indigent. Uh, I'm not I'm not really kind of abreast of the kind of the rivalry between Kentucky Wesleyan and and Northern Kentucky, but that probably would have there would have been some question more questions there would have been some questions that needed to be answered on that. Yeah, that might a couple people the wrong way, and yeah, that might be a little bit before my time, but yeah, that yeah that, uh, yeah, that would have been interesting. So. But I mean, well, I mean, I'm sure there may be one or two Horizon League jobs open some other time, you know, in the next year. So, you know, we're not giving up on collecting all of the all of the Western Kentucky coaches. Um, it's like <laughs> we're we're it's like a college basketball version of Pokemon, I guess. Oh yeah, <laughs> gotta get them all. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> so, um, so you know. So early, so earlier, so early last week, uh, so late in the, late last week, uh, Northern Kentucky has the has the press conference with Darren Horn. 
Um, you know, my question to you, of course, is kind of what was your first impression of the man? I mean, uh, just based on that, you know, I, I know everybody, you know, in sports, it's all, you know, some days, times it's about winning the press conference. Um, so, so what was your impression of, uh, of Horn when he, you know, stepped up to the podium and, and took over officially? Well, first of all, and this will definitely mean something to, to your Cincinnati listeners, but, uh, Sierra did get to ask him if he had sampled Cincinnati chili, and he, of course, said yes, and he's a Skyline guy, so he's a man after my own heart uh, there. No, but serious first impressions. Um, uh, his quote, uh, why do you jump on Northern Kentucky University? It's pretty simple. Winning, that's what we're all here for, winning. This is a program that has won, has a tradition of winning, and is winning now, and it can continue to win and win even bigger. I, that was huge for me. He's, he's obviously very confident. He has, um, he has already read the uh, strategic framework for our university, not just the, uh, just for athletics. This is the, the new student-centric uh, branded program that will guide our university for like the next four or five years. Oh, okay. Um, he uh, just just that gesture alone uh, really sold it for me that he is he is fully into NKU. He had he had two days to do his homework and he sure did. Um, and he uh, he expressed that he just he's not after just successful basketball careers here, but uh, sure. he wants his students as part of this this program. He wants his students to get degrees, become better husbands and fathers and professionals. That was that was something that stood out for me in a way that um, yeah that that really that really stuck with me. Hmm. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I saw within the press conference that I thought was a nice gesture, and you know, uh, is the fact that he he recognized the current members of the team, and said, and and if I'm probably paraphrasing, is like they were one of the reasons for him to make the decision to want to be here. Absolutely. Um, so, um, so what what did you think about that particular comment? Because obviously, you know. These guys have spent their entire, you know, their most of their careers, you know, with one guy. They had John Brandon for all this time, and now they got this new guy coming in. What does it say that the, the new coach is? I mean, really giving props to what Brandon did as a coach and the, the type of care, the type of player, you know, kind of showing some appreciation for the players that are that are there here. I couldn't agree more with your point. That is that is a huge step forward and a huge a really good uh gesture of goodwill um i think i think that's super important for a new coach to come in and sure. give props to those players mm-hmm. and to recognize who came before because he's, he's got some big shoes to fill with john brandon i, I do yeah. uh, I, i'm very excited to see john uh coach coach brandon uh at the other side of the river well i'll be watching you see a little more closely uh than i have sure. in the past. yeah uh, now, yeah. that's a, now that does bring up actually another question, and this is actually yeah. a very good one because you have the uh, because they put together Northern Kentucky put together the deal, uh, the home and home between Northern Kentucky and uh, Cincinnati, and the second the home the 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 return game to BB&T Arena was is was still is was scheduled for this next season. Is that still going? Do you know if that's still going to happen? I mean, theoretically, I, I, John Brandon is the coach. I wouldn't think he'd kind of back out of that. <laughs> I don't think so either. Uh, I'll work to confirm that with uh, Sierra, but no, I don't know if that's still on. That would be, oh, that would be a hard game for me. I think I'd have to like, I don't know, <laughs> a couple shirts and and just have half of it Bearcats, half of it Norse. I'm a Norse fan through and through. Don't get sure. me wrong, but like uh, John Brandon came in uh, when I was a freshman in college and and started. Uh, started winning already. 
And now he's kind of, it's bittersweet that he's leaving, but he's kind of leaving with me as I graduate in two weeks. I feel like I'm graduating with him, so I got that kind of connection. There you go. Coach Brandon. Yeah. It, it, yeah. The only the only parallel I can come up with is well, there's a couple of parallels. It would be like it would be like Wright State finally get, being able to play Dayton, which yeah. Dayton apparently never wants to do, or Cleveland State playing Ohio State in Cleveland, where basically everybody where and I made this I actually made this quip earlier this year uh, earlier in the week about because Ohio State is going to be playing West Virginia. At what is now whatever the, it, it's, it was, Quicken Loans Arena. Now it's uh, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. It's a big yeah. flap up here in Cleveland, in the Cleveland area. But <laughs> I, I had made mention of the fact that this is—it's a game that's on December 29th, and Cleveland State probably won't be involved in it because that will probably be right when the Horizon League team uh, schedule starts. But sure. anytime I see Cleveland State one uh, playing Ohio State. Um, it reminds me, unfor- it, it reminds me, and I'm sure I'm going to have a conversation about this with Scott Garrett, the new AD, soon about this, is that there's been this big push over the last year with Cleveland State that they keep mentioning the fact that Cleveland State is the only Division One school in Cleveland. But mm-hmm. then I also say, um, yeah, you may be the only Division One school in Cleveland, but you are not Cleveland's Division One school. That's Ohio State. Right. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and even within the walls of Cleveland State, I know that's true. <laughs> There's way more Ohio State, yeah. So that's it. Those, those would be kind of the equivalents, um, not necessarily. But the thing when the thing with Northern Kentucky though is you've gotten to, whereas Cleveland State has spent the last four years losing twenty plus games, um, mm. and it faded into mass obscurity, which I'm sure I'll talk about um, in another segment or some other episode, as I usually do. Northern Kentucky's situation is quite a bit different now. Um, You have a situation with Northern Kentucky where there's already a winning culture in place with John Brannon, and now it's going to carry, you know, the the goal is to carry forward with with, with Darren Horn in that same regard. And the big thing is, you know, because of that, you and the fact that you the the Norse have been in the postseason for the last three seasons, two NCAA tournaments, one an IT tournament. That's right. Is that there? And also with the kind of the speed in which they were able to get a replacement for John Brandon and a quality one at that, it appears. The goal it seems like is to really focus on continuing that winning culture and then when you get to a point where you're playing a, you're playing a a a Cincinnati where you know split loyalties are going to be prevalent that the fan base is looking sees the, that winning culture at Northern Kentucky and is more apt to go with their team go with their home team as sure. opposed to the team across the river absolutely absolutely you see I've thought about this for a while <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I'm believe me. I'm, but it's, it, it, but it is very true. So that's that. But and I, I and I'd be very interested again to see kind of the how that how that's going to play out next year. I, I really do think that I, I would think that 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 game is still going to be on. Would be nice. Yeah. So I love. I, I I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'll be coming back as an alumnus, and and I will be. 
Yeah, I'll have to. I guess I'll have to decide on my way in the door who I'm rooting for and, and where my loyalties <laughs> are lying. <laughs> you got to be. Is this a situation where you'll be flipping a coin and then that'll be? That? I might have to honestly, I and mean, depending on heads or tails, I'll, I'll wear a North sure. shirt or I'll break down and buy a Bearcats hat or something. There you go. So, um, so one of the other things that uh, there are obviously a couple of questions that. Um, ha- are still kind of lingering, obviously. Um, one being his coaching staff. Um, and, and that's kind of a question of, is there any opportunity, is there, are there, is there going to be any opportunity for them, for, for him to retain any of the, any of the staff, any of Brandon's staff? Uh, <laughs> and you think you know where I'm going with this? I, I might, I might. I am looking at uh, our athletics website right now. Chris Shumate is still listed as our as our assistant men's basketball coach uh-huh. uh, for next year. Mm-hmm. Though I had heard a rumor that he might be going to Arkansas. Uh, really? with, uh J.C. Gardner of Norse Report, I believe, is is looking at that. Um, he says it's, it's not confirmed yet. Uh, again. And just just a rumor, just a rumor, but we, he is still listed with us. Uh, right. I don't know if that's where you were going with that. Uh, yes, uh, yes, that's where exactly where I was going with that. All right, good call. Right. Just just checking, just checking. <laughs> no, um, yeah, and he would be great to keep on. Uh, again, he was my he was my top pick for head coach. So if, if sure. we could keep him around for as long as possible, uh, you know, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, and you know, it, it, yeah, the the Arkansas thing's kind of new. I really. I really thought it was going to be a higher likelihood that he was going to join Brandon on the UC staff, but you know, obviously, he's got some options. Yes, yes, he does. Um, yeah, that's going to be that. Yeah, if he's getting offers from high majors right now, that's going to be a real tough. You know, you know, I, that's that, that's going to be a real tough, tough hold there. Keep, so, yes. Yeah. So that's a, so there, it may be a situation where where Horn is probably going to be looking for his own staff, and he may, you know, and again. Um, He's to me actually Horn's obviously got an advantage because he's a Kentucky guy, so he's probably going to be looking. I mean, he he could definitely be looking in that in that general vicinity to be sure. Sure, absolutely. So, um, which leads me actually kind of to the next part of this. Obviously, we're right smack dab in the middle of the spring signing period, um, and before this even start, before right after John Brennan. Uh, left for UC. Uh, two of Northern Kentucky's commits, uh, DJ Robertson and Marcus Domask, both yes. in, you know, reopened their recruitment. Um, Robertson, I believe, has already signed with Florida Atlantic, so he's kind of off the table. Um, but the, but Domask is still there. Um, uh, apparently he's still deciding, and a whole bunch of teams have kind of jumped back in it. Um, including a couple of uh, couple of Horizon League schools, uh, Green Bay being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does not appear that uh, that uh, Northern Kentucky is giving up hope because I think they are still in the mix there. So if you are Darren Horn, and this is you know Domas is kind of was kind of like the I mean he's he's Wisconsin Mister Basketball as I understand it. So he's kind of the kind of the, the the crown jewel of the recruiting period uh, for, you know, not just, obviously not just Northern Kentucky, but, no. you know, I'm sure it, it would be a big get for any other Horizon League school, too. No. Um, so if you're Darren Horn, what is, the, you know, where do you kind of, what is the pitch that you want to get to that guy to get him on board? 
I, I look at our record. I mean, we are we are a winning team. We have a lot of momentum, and it's only going to get better. Um, and I'm sure Sierra has uh, a, a lot, uh, a lot of a lot of thoughts on this. I, I would defer to her on that one. Sure. Um, but yeah, it, look look at this team. Look at what has been accomplished so far. Uh, this is where this is where your future could be. Sure, sure. Um, the one other thing to yeah. So and now with and now with uh, Robertson off the table. Sure. Um, I guess the question now is what other. I mean, I, I haven't exactly looked at kind of the needs of the. You know the current team at this point in time. Obviously, Drew McDonald has graduated, so that's obviously a big hole to fill. Um, but uh, oh, and a belated it, happy Drew McDonald day to you. I, I don't know if you saw. Uh, we're, we were writing a story about it in the Northerner uh, on April twenty sixth in Cold Spring is Drew McDonald Day. So I missed Drew McDonald Day. Wow. Missed McDonald Day. We had a cake and everything. Man, see this. See this is what happens. I I was so I was so focused on I was so focused on going to see Avengers Endgame that I completely missed Drew McDonald Day. How this could you? Is so I'll, sad. So I'll very sad. Uh, bad <laughs> no, no, sorry, sorry to derail you. And and don't and by the way, don't spoil the Endgame. That's, it. That's our PSA. Either. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. There you go. See, don't spoil the Endgame. You're gonna ruin it. <laughs> You're gonna ruin so um so. Um, I, I guess the question would, uh, since, um, you know, they're, they're still looking, obviously they're looking in a bunch of different directions. Um, is there any idea kind of the, kind of where Horn wants to go in terms of recruiting? Um, you know, obviously who he had, you know, who was committed originally, you know, kind of, you know, kind of was a diverse group, right. um, both on the front court and the back court. So is that kind of the... You know, is he still looking into that general direction? I mean, obviously, we're not going to know until um, you know the end of May, or is he going? Or would he? Would he? Would he potentially go the transfer? Uh, you know, look in the transfer portal because there's like a million people in there. That that I am not sure about. I know we still have a pretty strong team with uh, yeah. Tyler Sharp. We we still got Trevon Faulkner and Jalen Tate. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think. Um, I think anything's possible at this point. Sure. And that's definitely what we'll be asking uh, soon. We're hoping to get some some one-on-one time with him soon about the future of the team. Sure, sure. Now, in terms of the current team, obviously you mentioned uh, you know they they have uh, Northern Kentucky even before the the Brandon um, even before the Brandon departure. You know, you, you in spite of losing McDonald, you still had a pretty solid core. I mean, you're still you know. Even without Drew McDonald, you can, you know, I think it's pretty, it, it, there's a, there's an objective agreement that, you know, the, the Norris is still, you know, still well positioned in the top half of the Horizon League next year. Um, regardless, um, you, you can you, you know, between, between Jalen Tate, between Tyler Sharp, um, you know, the, and others, it, it it seems like there's there's a little bit uh, uh, they're a little bit more well positioned now. One thing that I that kind of struck me as intriguing with Darren Horn is when his during his time at Texas, where his last job, where he's working with uh, where he's the assistant under Shaka Smart, right. his primary focus was on the big men. And of course, the one the one notable name out of there is you know Mo Bamba. I mean, yeah, the, the guy who's got his own song. <laughs> oh yeah, Shaq West, of course. 
Yeah. That's right. So, um, how excited do you think somebody, uh, how do you, excited do you think Chris Vogt is now? Now that you got a guy in, you know, you got a guy in who's, who specialty is big men. This is, this is probably his dream pick for head coach. Um, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure Chris is over the moon about it. I, you could, you're, I totally agree. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I, I, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get to the uh, the the song stage with Chris Vogt, but you never know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. See, Chris Vogt, you got that could be a hook, right? I don't know, that man. Could be I, a hook. I'm leaving that. Uh, the, the Valhalla Vanguard guys do have have uh, have uh, you know they have um, you know musicians on at the on during their uh, they play tracks on their uh, on their podcast. I'm going to leave that up to them. <laughs> See if they can kind of get so get one of the folks that they're uh, get one of their guys to kind of whip something up. I don't know. <laughs> I'd be so excited. Oh, we blast that in the newsroom constantly. We'd love it. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Well, yeah. There's only yeah. So it, it's it would not be with it would not uh, having a Horizon League player be have a have a song named after them would not be uh, would not be unprecedented. Um, Norris Cole has his own song, the former Cleveland State player. He has his own song. Really? Um, as I understand it, Kiefer Sykes, the former Green Bay player, also has his own song. I've never heard that song. I know. <laughs> I did not know that. Yes. That the Norris crazy. Cole song, we have we actually featured on this podcast a couple years ago when Norris Cole got his number retired. So we know it exists because we have it. And I'm sure I've played it multiple times since then. <laughs> <laughs> So, so th- it's not unprecedented for a mid-major player to get his own song. So, um, I mean, and you know, again, looking given the popularity, you know, given the popularity of the growing popularity of Northern Kentucky basketball, it is not out of the realm of possibility. No, no, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Doesn't doesn't Drew have a song? Uh, I don't know. Old had a farm. Yeah, Oh, yeah, wow. That's about him, right? That's the way. That's how well, I learned it. I'm, I'm glad you threw the. Uh, uh, that, okay, my lame, lame pitch for uh, for Horizon League song. Nah, I'll work. No. I'll work on it. Uh, yes, please. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> I, both both Drew and I are as as both as McDonald's are offended. So, <laughs> and it's and it's McDonald M A C had a farm. Of course, uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I need a copy editor. That's exactly why I need it. There a- you go. <laughs> um. So so the one so as far as, we've talked a lot about the you know we've talked about kind of the momentum in terms of performance on the court and kind of um, what we have discussed. You know how we think. Um, Darren Horn is going to kind of operate. I, I think the other thing too, where, how are you seeing, and I, I already see it already, obviously the Vanguard guys are all over this right now. Um, but as far as, as far as, and we talked a little bit about the popularity, how, where do you think that, you know, in terms of this fan base, where do you think, where do you think that, that what direction do you think, where do you think they're going to go from here? Because um, obviously, they, you know, if you're a, if you're a Northern Kentucky fan right now, you have you, you are already you've already been um, graced with you know winning seasons and postseason tournament appearances, and um, that's usually a, you know, there's a lot of sustained success that you know 
let's be honest, puts butts in seats. So, um, as far as the pop, as far as the fan base is concerned, what direction do you think that the fan base is going to go? As far as um, their kind of, you know, how they're going to perceive this this coaching change moving forward? Oh, I think that fans have a lot to be happy about with Darren Horn. And he said this during the press conference. This was the other point that I think the Cincinnati Inquirer here really latched onto. This was their lead. But uh-huh. uh, as BB&T Arena being a place that is difficult for other teams to play at because of the yeah. fans, as long as the energy and the momentum is there, we, we can even take that to another level. He said, we're knocking on the door of someone being somebody to reckon with. We don't want to just knock on that door. We want to. We don't want to open it up a little bit. We want to put off the hinges. I think that's mm-hmm. something for fans to be super excited about. Sure. And his his uh, his resume speaks for itself. I think this this is someone that fans are should be getting very very excited about. I know. Sure. Yeah. Now, yeah. Obviously, and as you mentioned, BB and T Arena was already kind of, is already. It is, you know, it is a very, is a quality facility. Um, I myself have not been. Um, I'm sure I will get there eventually. But oh, is that definitely a, definitely looks like a, a great facility. And, you know, the, the fans are now, you know, it, 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 you know, that combination of the good facility and that growing fan base, um, you know, sky's the limit, obviously. Oh, yeah. And, and it can't just be during those right state games. I think I'm echoing uh, what, what the Valhalla guys say every every week there's a game but um you know it, it can't just be during the tournament it can't just be when the season is getting hot we mm-hmm. want to make bb and t arena somewhere to be feared all the time sure. all the time mm-hmm. which i think can be sure. done i think can be done we we have a we have a huge fan base we just got to get them in the seats yes very yeah and that's very important you know and again you know winning winning matters and uh, and, and winning not ju- not just winning matters obviously you know if you win in the mid major level that's great but there's got to be more to it and again to have that kind of experience um it, the, the experience is important as well of course absolutely so um the one last thing i wanted to talk i want to kind of veer off uh you know I, I know we've talked a lot about the the men's basketball team but um i i i feel like it would be irresponsible not to address this because this actually came across uh, but this is about a month ago that this kind of came across everybody's desk. Um, the situation um, on the women's side with uh, with their coach Cameron Whitaker. Could you kind of, um, for those who aren't familiar, kind of Sam? Could you kind of walk us through kind of that situation of kind of what happened at the beginning of the beginning of April? You know, end of end of March, beginning of April. Absolutely. So on March twenty fourth, uh, Taryn Taher, who is a, an NKU senior and at this point outgoing women's basketball player uh, accused the head coach of Norse women's basketball, Cameron Whitaker of emotional abuse and mm-hmm. bullying, uh, okay. including uh, you, you can read uh, more of the specifics on the northerner.com, but um, in the post, she detailed a crying couch where Whitaker would make say would make players sit as she berated them. She uh, kicked knees out from under players. She there were put downs during practices and dividing up players. Uh, certain players were were kind of branded uh, with with a with a scarlet letter almost. You you would not have you would not be able to interact with certain players if they had an energy that Coach Whitaker did not uh, like. In 
light of that, um, several other players actually spoke to the Northerner, including Sheree Davis and um, Casey Utrecht, who were former players, have long since graduated, who echoed some of these concerns um, and even brought forward uh, Title IX documents. Um, At this point, the university is conducting an independent external review and assessment of the program. Mm -hmm. And um, in the meantime, there hasn't been any formal update on uh, Coach Whitaker's status with the team. Uh, and and some of the documents that uh, the Northerner has requested and asked asked for from the university are now part of that intern uh, that um, rather external review. Okay. Not been able to to see exactly what has been documented of of these accusations. Um, sure. Unfortunately, it is still kind of their word against the university's no comment, um, or rather, gotcha. Coach Whitaker's no comment. The university did respond and said that they they do care about their players and they are reviewing this, but. Um, okay. Yeah, because that was a, yeah. I know that when that came out, that was kind of a wow. That is, that's not good. And and I bring this up again, kind of in light of the fact that, um, in light of kind of some some other news within women's basketball, as as you know, North uh, North Carolina's head coach just ha- had just resigned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, under under similar circumstances. Um, and I so, and there was some kind of there was a racist element, yeah. which has not been really put into this into uh, the Whitaker no. saga here but yeah yes very similar, very similar uh, actions i i really don't know what would um what could happen here um i am i invite coach Whitaker to come talk to us of course and and we've we've asked for for statements and and uh and their side of the story but uh, sure. as of sure. as of late I, I don't have any new information unfortunately Nah, well, it happens. Um, and so I guess for those of you who have been following the story, stay tuned. <laughs> yes, absolutely. This is this is not over. I mean, we're gonna have to address it before the next season. <laughs> I mean, at some point. Well, obviously, yeah, that's Somehow. it. Yeah, and, and that's a obviously that's a huge deal because obviously you know the 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 women's basketball team kind of had a uh, uh, they it looked like they did kind of have a down year this year. I mean. But then again, the, the top those the top four teams in the women's rankings are just you know they're they're just monstrous. So there's a, like you, you, if you if you can get past you know if you can get past Green Bay, Wright State, uh, Youngstown State, and IUPUI, I mean all four of those teams just were absolutely phenomenal this year. And oh yeah, the fact so that's you know I, I could chalk you could chalk that up to it's it's weird because you know if we for as many times as we've talked about the men. Uh, on the on the men's side, kind of having a lot of down yeah. years the last couple of years. The women have been actually kind of the opposite. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Um, well, it also helps that you have like kind of a dynastic program like Green Bay uh, <laughs> to put it together. I mean, it's like you know, you know, Borseth has been is kind of been like the rock um, of that program forever. You know, except for his time at uh, Michigan that didn't end very well. So, <laughs> but beyond that, but beyond that, yeah, obviously it's a you know, it, it, again, the, the competition is a little. But again, it's kind of apples and oranges, and you know, the, it, it's a for in the in the Northern Kentucky situation, it's you know. It, you have to be, you know, especially with that fierce competition at the top half of the conference. Um, you can you can ill afford any missteps, and you know, honestly, this is kind of a big one. Yeah, <laughs> whether or not whether or not it's you know whether or not anything comes to the fore from it. I mean, the fact that it's out there is a huge issue. It's going to be a huge issue moving forward, no matter what. It's a blow to recruiting. It's yeah. it's a black eye on the on the. On the face of the athletics, really, um, unfortunately, yeah. 
it, this is going to have long-reaching consequences, whether sure. something comes of it or not, um, as far as like the status of, of Coach Whitaker. But um, yeah, so yeah, I, all right, I agree. So, um, so Sam, yeah, um, so Sam, I, I, I think that kind of wraps it up for us. Um, really, thank you for coming on board. Um, as Jimmy and I have mentioned many, many times, he. Over our over the time we've been on the podcast, uh, we're we're big fans of student media. Um, a, as you may well know, the uh, we we've got our we had our student media forum last year, and uh, uh, we're probably going to have that again this year. And you know, we had a great time with it. And you know, as two guys who you know came up in student media, obviously we appreciate the work you guys do, and uh, you know, we're, we're glad to have you guys on. And you know, you guys have definitely kind of added a lot more than we would have thought of. Bob, to this conversation. Thank you so much for having having the Northerner on, and uh, I really look forward to uh, having you sit down with Sierra soon and uh, talk Great. talk more about men's hoops. All right, so Sam, um, where can people find you on Twitter? Well, sure, I'm at Sam Rosensteel on Twitter. You can also follow uh, Northerner Media, at Northerner Media, and our sports page, uh, at Northerner Sport. So definitely check us out. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, we have our own sports podcast on uh, at Northerner Media on SoundCloud, and mm-hmm. uh, we're also on Instagram. Excellent. All right. Great. Thank you very much, Sam, and uh, thank, uh, thank you uh, for, uh, for, for joining us. Awesome. Thanks so much, Bob. Take care. We'd like to thank once again uh, Sam Rosenstiel for joining us on the podcast. As he mentioned, he is uh, – he is, he is, you can find him on Twitter at, uh, at Sam Rosenstiel. Um, He's part of Northern, uh, the Northerner. You can find them on uh, Twitter at Northerner Media. Um, like I said, <laughs> always a great time when when you have an opportunity to talk to uh, you know the kids who are working working on the ground on campus. Um, to me, it's always been kind of the best. Uh, they they've <laughs> they theoretically should be the best resources. I know that. Uh, Certain uh, certain schools have been kind of coming up short, uh, but definitely definitely not Northern Kentucky, um, and you know they're, they're a good example of that. Um, as are a lot of the schools that we've had on, uh, as are a lot of the uh, representatives from student papers we've had on, um, and, and even student radio. I know Oakland does a good job as well. So um, we're going to kind of wrap this up. As always, you can find episodes of the Horizon Roundtable. On our new home, as I told you, and uh, at HorizonRoundtable.com, you can find ep- all of our episodes wherever wherever podcasts are found. I think we did finally, once we've made the migration, it looks like we're good to go. Um, looks like all of the, uh, you can find new episodes on all the podcast apps. So um, if you cannot find it on your podcast app, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure that we can get that fixed. And we're definitely on, uh, yeah. And like I said, we're definitely on anchor.com. If you have, you download the anchor app, um, Hey, you can even record a message. And like I said, we can actually get to a point where we might even, uh, put some of your, uh, put some of you on the air with that. So, um, with that said, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, again, we're getting into a very exciting, uh, very exciting off season for us. So, uh, definitely stay tuned. And of course, thank you all for listening.